Hey friends, you're listening to Living For It, a passion podcast about daily life, tips and tricks, and life as a photographer. I'm your host, Sarah Johnson, a wedding photographer with a bachelor's degree, an obsession with my Birkenstocks, and a passion for creating something bigger than myself. You guys, I have said it before and I'm going to say it again. Thank you all so, so much for encouraging me every single week to continue making the Living For It podcast. Every time you guys leave a review or give me some stars, it just makes my whole day and it encourages me to keep showing up for you guys like you're showing up for me. So from the bottom of my heart, thank you, thank you, thank you. And on that note, welcome to episode eight. That sounds so crazy to me to say episode eight. These eight weeks have gone by so fast and I still can't believe that I'm hosting a podcast and I want to thank you so much for tuning in and continuing to support me and listen to anything that I have to say, whether it's tips and tricks or some insight for planning a wedding or if you just came to hang out, your support is what's making this podcast a reality. So if you're loving the podcast, share it with your best friends and start a podcast party. The more, the merrier. Okay, let's dive into episode eight. So I work from home and I usually spend the majority of my work hours in my pajamas with a messy bun and my feet on a foot massager at my desk because I'm usually editing photos for like six hours a day, sometimes more. I'm either answering emails, making posts, working on the website, or doing anything photo related that revolves around me sitting at my desk. And I just couldn't do it without my foot massager. (laughs) But hey, a girl's got to do what a girl's got to do, right? So behind me when I'm working at my computer is a gallery wall that is still like 98% finished because that's the life of an entrepreneur. (laughs) We can never finish the projects we're working on for ourselves because we're always working on everything else. And one day, I swear, I will finish that gallery wall. But One of the favorite things on that gallery wall is my letter board. Now, I got this letter board off of Instagram, and the company is called Word Up Letter Boards, and I fell in love with their letter boards. They're awesome. This was kind of before, like, letter boards were in Hobby Lobby and, like, Walmart and stuff. Like, you couldn't really get them anywhere in stores. So I feel like the trend was kind of like just starting and I didn't know where to look for them. So I found them on this um, Instagram site and I fell in love with them. So I ordered my letter board through them. So it's been on my gallery wall ever since. And I make it a habit to change the quote on my letter board every month or so. 
just to kind of keep it fresh and keep myself inspired because I love quotes and I know there's probably a few of you out there listening that can definitely relate. I feel like quotes just motivate me. They inspire me. They keep me driven. And if there's something bothering me or something on my mind that just isn't quite right, if I can find a quote to change my mindset, it fixes everything. For example, I was recently super stressed out, like to the point where I was like unable to do my daily tasks because I had so much on my plate at once that I was like, um, okay, I need to breathe. And I could not get my mind right. So I went on Instagram. Yeah, probably not the best thing because that wasn't getting my work done, but I needed a mental break for myself for two seconds. And right before I was about to sign off of Instagram, I went to one of my friend's stories and no joke, I feel like it was fate. It was supposed to be that I clicked on her story because she had the most inspiring quote in her story and it completely changed my mindset and realigned my thought process for the whole rest of the day. I'm still in love with this quote and I have it screenshot on my phone because I can't stop reading it. So the quote says this, remember, most of your stress comes from the way you respond not the way life is. Adjust your attitude and all the extra stress is gone. This was exactly what I needed to hear and I felt like it was a revelation. I'm like thinking to myself, um, come on, you know this, this is common sense, but I just needed to read it. I needed to hear it. I needed to visualize it. I said it out loud to myself and I was like, you know what? you can do this. Just chill, get your mind right, and get back to work. Because being a solo entrepreneur is extremely stressful at certain times. And just taking a second for yourself to sit down and re-situate your thoughts and like shift your brain made all the difference in the world. So thank you, Jana, for posting that in your Instagram story a while back because I loved it and I can't stop thinking about it clearly since I'm talking about it right now. (laughs) But this episode is about one of my favorite quotes. So back to the letter board, a quote that I keep coming back to that I constantly keep putting up on my letter board, defeating the purpose of switching out new quotes for new months and getting my mind in a different thought process, is the one I'm about to read to you in a few minutes. This quote is what I ended up basing my whole business model upon. I fell in love with this quote so much that I literally run my business by this quote. When I was in art school, about to graduate with my bachelor's in fine art in photography, we had to create a senior body of artwork. So much like the art that you might have done back in high school or junior high or any form of college, art school wants you to create something with a little bit of thought behind it. So it's called conceptual art. So when you conceptualize, you are pretty much making a body of art that has a concept behind it. A concept is essentially your thought, your meaning, everything behind that idea for your body of artwork, but then deeper like 18,000 times. 
So if you love flowers and you want to start painting flowers, if you're being a conceptual artist, the question that would come up with you painting flowers would be, well, why? Why do you love painting flowers? And then you'd have to think and dig deeper into yourself and think, why do I love painting flowers? Is it because I love what nature has created? And I think it's absolutely stunning. Is it because I love the patterns and... Well, that's still not deep enough. So now once you've found your first why, dig deeper and find your second why. Then find your third why and just keep going. Because the stronger of a concept you have for your body of art, the stronger that your art will be. In the art world, concept is everything. If your concept is weak, then your art is weak. And there's just no real way around that. Have you ever been to an art gallery or an art show and you've looked at a body of art or just one single piece of work and not understood what you were looking at or thought that it might be kind of bad and you're like, how did this get famous? Because... My two-year-old could do that better? Well, okay, it's a lot deeper than that. There are different levels of art and different variety of media. So painting is an art medium. Photography is. You can be a draftsman and draw something that I cannot do at all. I'm absolutely terrible at drawing, and I will admit that a hundred times over. Life drawing was not my strong class in art school. I will say that. But sculpture is another one. Ceramics, printmaking, the list goes on and on and on. So in those disciplines in art, there are different art movements that are happening and constantly happening and we don't even see them happening because we're living in the moment and we don't realize it. And there are different schools of thought in each discipline. So when I was creating work for my photography, I was extremely influenced by nature and by the way that humans interact with it and try to replicate nature in different parts of their life. So for me, that idea didn't come until I was four years deep in school and I finally understood that the existential questions I had been asking as a child were just things that I was extremely interested in and wanted to know more about. And I finally had an outlet for that, which was my art. For years in school, I didn't understand how to convey what I was thinking or how I wanted my art to look or the thoughts and feelings I wanted my art to actually evoke. Things I wanted you to feel when you looked at my art. I had no idea how to say those things and my concept was pretty weak because I didn't know how to create something on a deeper level, a deeper meaning. Until finally, I had an art professor named Jessica, and she was so amazing. She helped me through my struggles with how to create art on a deeper level, and she taught me so much as an artist and as a person. And she is going to come back in a few episodes, so later on down the road, don't forget who I'm talking about when I say Jessica, my art school professor. Because I've got a great story about her that I can't wait to share with you guys. 
So she helped me to understand how to conceptualize my art better, to have that deeper meaning, to evoke what I'm trying to create in my art. So then after I graduated from art school and I wanted to go full-time with my wedding photography business, I started to think and ask the same questions. What is my deeper meaning? What am I doing in my business? Am I just running a business to make money? Am I just doing something because I have to do it? What am I doing? And for me, the answers were the exact opposite of those things. And then I stumbled upon the quote that would change my entire business. The quote that I would end up building my little empire around. The quote that I could not stop taking down from my letter board. Because the second I took it down, I'd have to put it right back up. This quote is what's on my website. It's running through my brain every single day when I'm photographing a wedding, and it is monumental, you guys. Once you hear it, you're going to fall in love with it just as much as I did. So here it goes. The quote is by famous artist Andy Warhol, and he said, The idea is not to live forever. It is to create something that will. Did you just get chills, or was that just me? Because I'm not sure if any more monumental words have been spoken. Let's break this down for a second. The idea is not to live forever. Obviously, none of us will. Death is something that happens in life. In order for there to be life, there has to be death. So we all understand that none of us will live forever. So why are we trying to continue to do that? Okay, so the idea is not to live forever. It is to create something that will. All right, so that's the part that gets me. The idea of creating something that will live longer than myself, something that is more important than myself, something that is bigger on another level, something that will be passed down for generations to come for years well beyond my existence. That's what makes me tick. When I heard that quote, I realized, oh my gosh, this is why I do what I do. This right here is 100% why I do what I do. It's not for a paycheck. It's not just to have a job. It's not something to pass the time. It's something that truly means the world to me. I seriously still have goosebumps because every single time I talk about this, I get so worked up and so excited because the idea of creating something that will live longer than myself just sets my soul on fire. If you're looking for some Monday morning inspiration and you want to be driven, I'm telling you, go look up some quotes right now and find one that inspires the heck out of you because who knows what you'll be able to create once you read that quote. I'm serious. I had no idea how influential a quote would be on my business until I found the one. Until I found the one that answered every single thought and question I had about why I did what I did. And it was life-changing for me. And I know once you find that quote for you, it will be life-changing for you. Hold that thought, friends. I'm sharing one of my favorite Living For It reviews of the week. And this one is from Julie. Julie says, 
absolutely loved listening to Sarah and I am totally living for it. I find our journeys very similar and I find myself saying yes so many times. It's fun to feel not so alone as a female entrepreneur. I cannot get enough and I can't wait for new episodes. Julie, girl, thank you so much for sharing the love and this means the world to me. I'm so glad you're loving the podcast and keep doing you, girlfriend. If you want a chance for your review to be read on the podcast, just hop onto iTunes and subscribe to Living For It and leave me some stars and, of course, your review. And screenshot your review and tag me in it on Insta at Sarah Ann Johnson. It's that easy. And who knows, maybe your review will be featured on next week's podcast. Last summer, my mom was going through a really hard time. And she was going through a lot of the belongings from my grandparents' house because my grandpa had just passed the year before and we were trying to get the house ready to put it on the market. So naturally, my mom was looking through a bunch of old photographs. She found some albums and we were looking for some of our favorite memories to bring back home with us while she was cleaning out the house so that it could be empty. And one of the things she found was my grandparents' wedding album. My grandparents got married in the early 50s, so seeing these photos, it was like revisiting another time. They were absolutely incredible. I think I went through that album and took in every single detail of every single photo for probably 35 minutes. I couldn't put it down. I could not stop reliving the day through these images. Seeing my grandma in her early 20s and my grandpa right behind her because he was a year and a half younger than her, which was adorable, and seeing their day was absolutely priceless. Talk about creating a legacy. In that very moment, As I sat on my grandparents' bed and went through every single page of their wedding album, I realized that I wanted to create a legacy for all of my clients. I realized that legacy was the most important thing to me. Legacy, something that will live longer than myself. Something that is more important than myself. Something that has a lasting impact on generations to come. Something that I could never do alone. Something that wasn't even about me. Legacy is not about the person creating the legacy. It's about how it affects those around us. And then it hit me like a ton of bricks That Andy Warhol quote that I had read that I loved so much, that was exactly what I needed to do for my business. In that moment, I realized that legacy was the most important thing for my photographs because it was the most important gift that I could ever give my clients. Once I'm done with a wedding and I have edited all of the photos and I have delivered them to the clients, I immediately start working on their wedding album. And I always, always, always preach to my clients, 
You don't know how important your wedding album is going to be, and that's why I always include one in my services, because I could not imagine not seeing those photos of my grandparents in their wedding album. The idea that a wedding album is to be passed on for generations to come is the exact definition of creating something that will live longer than its creator. That is the key. And it just makes me smile when I think about my clients' great-grandkids and I picture them going through their old totes full of memories and they stumble upon their wedding album and they just start looking back and they think, oh my gosh, this is my great-grandparents' wedding day. How amazing. And it sheds a new light on how they remembered their great-grandparents'. How special is that? I don't think there's anything more important than the memories that we create because the memories we create are what last a lifetime and then some. That's why I love being a photographer. That's why my job is so important to me. I have a job that hits you right in the feels no matter which way you look at it. I don't care if it's a photo on your iPhone that you took with your best friends, a photo that you took with your family on vacation, or one of your wedding photos. It does not matter. A photograph will tell a story that will last forever, and nothing and no one can take away your memories. So remember when I said the stronger your concept is, the stronger your body of art will be? Well, as an artist, my concept is legacy, and my body of work is the emotions my couples feel when they look at their wedding photos. And on that note, friends, I want to leave you with the urge to create something bigger than yourself. I want you to dig deep within your heart and your mind and your soul and figure out what makes you tick. I want you to think about how you can do what you're living for each and every day. And I strongly encourage you to not let anyone tell you otherwise and to chase those dreams, conquer those goals, and leave a legacy that you can be proud of. Because after all, legacy is not leaving something for people. It's leaving something in people. Did you love our little hangout sesh? I know I did. So if you're living for it just as much as I am, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and download every new episode that comes out. As always, thanks for listening. And remember, make sure whatever you do in life, you're living for it.